looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You drive me wild. <laughs> what up, Crazy Train Radio? You look like hell. And I could look the same. What's the photo for? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Truth, 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 I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch has got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. is truly exciting and so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact. Little Bean Soapery is a woman-owned small business based in Northeast Pennsylvania. Little Bean Soapery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women. Soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day and special seasonal gift day. But also, let's not forget large orders for party favors by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out, please feel free to visit littlebeansopery.com. Any questions, please feel free to also email littlebeansopery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish. Tell them that Elena from Crazy Train Radio sends you. I'm Maddie True, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio.
Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this Memphis-born country singer has been performing since she was a teeny tiny little girl, and now, recently, is a graduate of Belmont University with a Bachelor of Arts in Commercial Music. Her uniquely soulful voice and cute country flair is certainly going to help carve out her spot in the Nashville music community. Let's welcome Maddie True. Good evening. How are you? Hi, I'm great, Jonathan. How are you? Can't complain. Nobody listens. I've been doing some heavy lifting today, but that's here and they're there. So you got new music out first and foremost, dear Loretta. So I'm curious to know, because there's much to dive into with you. What is this new song about? But also since it's released, how are you feeling about things? Yeah. So um, this song is a tribute to my hero, Ms. Loretta Lynn. Um, I'm a traditional country girl, like all country music, but uh, I like going back to traditional and she just, she's a huge inspiration. I mean, she was the first woman to, you know, receive entertainer of the year at CMA, uh, you know, at the CMAs. Um, And, you know, she just was one of them that allowed women on stage and, you know, in a time where they didn't have a spotlight back then. So that was, that was the thing like she was going for a dream that had no guarantee on top of women not having a spotlight and she didn't she didn't care she just kept going and you know was one of the women that paved the way so this song is um my thank you to her um it's uh it's written by um Farron Rachels Josh Helms and uh Matt Willis so uh, I cut it for my first publishing company internship uh, from college. So that was cool. It came full circle. Um, and yeah, it's it's doing great. I've got a lot of love on it. And now that it's out, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm happy and, you know, really blessed with the reaction of it all. Well, I was thinking of it and I know it sounds obvious. I thought of Miss Lynn. When I heard the title at first the other day, but it also made me think of a story just now uh, that Garth Brooks tells about Miss Loretta. And it was some award show. I can't remember. He's a young artist that was invited to the show and he was going to take her as a date, per se, to this show Mm -hmm. because they both were going to be attending. They were something with the same management or whatever the case was, they got connected. So Garth calls Loretta up and says, Hey, introduce himself via the phone. And Hey, we're going to the show together. Would you like me to have a car service or my pickup truck? And being the classic country gal that she is, she goes, you can pick me up in your truck. That would be just fine. (laughs) Yep. And all night it was, he was driving to the show. I got Loretta Lynn in my truck. <laughs> like, like, like just trying to, you know, even then in the late eighties, oh, early nineties, yeah. he's going, I got Loretta Lynn. But. I can't imagine. 
yeah, just it was like mind blowing for him. <laughs> so obviously, there's a lot to get into, but people will not be well. People will see the video portion of this part anyway. You have a nice dark wooded guitar in your hand. So, are we going with Dear Loretta, or is there something else? Yeah. What a fl- All right. What a floor is yours, ma'am. Go ahead. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm Maddie True, and this is Dear Loretta. Dear Loretta, I've been meaning to sit down and write this letter. I've been staring at a blank sheet of paper for too long. Your songs taught me to speak my mind. So, dear Loretta, and I come from a small town just like you. My daddy worked hard to feed his family, too. You to pray, to chase a dream. Were you helping like me? For all the girls with the guitars Waiting on the stars to line up Ones with something to say Still trying to find their place In a man's world because of you We can hold our own Thank you, Loretta Teaching me the right way to write a song. But being real and honest as the day is long. Hope you know how much it means to a country girl like me. And all the girls with the guitars waiting on the stars to line up. Once with something to say. Still trying to find their place in a man's world because of you. We can hold our own. Thank you, Greta. Waiting on the stars to line up Ones with something to say Still trying to find their place In a man's world because of you We can hold our own Thank you, thank you, dear Right on. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Loretta Lynn. <laughs> well, I got to ask, first and foremost, uh, obviously, people will notice during that portion that will be seen video-wise, but uh, who is the picture behind you? 
Oh, yes. So that's another uh, icon. That's Miss Dolly Parton there. Yeah, <laughs> I have a um, my roommates in the music business and we just we love every country singer. So we've we've got our house filled with all the, you know, music decorations. <laughs> OK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I wish I could remember the independent artist that I was talking to a few months back and Obviously, rightfully so, everybody loves Dolly for obvious reasons. And they ran into Dolly in Walmart in Tennessee somewhere. It was at Walmart and of all places, the deodorant aisle. And it was <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah, like it's it was hilarious because yeah. still trying to comprehend Walmart. <laughs> yeah, well. Because some people think we were trading stories of where people would be recognized or the oddest place you'd be noticed, mm -hmm. uh, especially maybe not so much as a younger artist and such. But sometimes people think the bigger artists, your Dollies, your Loretta's, your whoever right. arts don't do a lot of their own day to day stuff. So they were like, you know, just walking through Walmart. I'm going to grab this. I'll grab that. Hey, aren't you? You know, like, hey, aren't yeah. you Dolly Park? Hey, good. I like to shower once a week, too, you know, like everybody else, you know. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Oh, but, uh, yeah, but uh, I mentioned the Bachelor of Arts in commercial music. And in my head, that has a certain meaning. But what is that exactly? Yeah, so I was a commercial voice major um, at Belmont University, and it was just all the core classes, theory, you know, RL skills, your training, um, but then uh, it was fun. We had different ensembles, and I got to be a part of the country ensemble called Southbound, so that was fun, and then we had this um, class called Commercial Seminar, where we each had to work with our voice teacher on um, a song and perform it for the class. Um, so that was, that was fun. And we had some master classes. It was really cool. Um, I remember my freshman year, my first master class was with the band Perry. Um, and it's just, it, it got normal over time because it was Belmont and, you know, all my teachers were in the industry and, you know, there's a lot of alumni and it's this whole thing. And Florida Georgia Line wrote Cruise, you know, and uh, forget what hall it was, but it was just all, you know, it was, it was Belmont. So it was normal, but it, you know, it was really cool. I learned a lot um, from people in the industry as well. And then I was a music business emphasis. So I got to go and do internships, which is where one of them I found Dio Retta. And um, I got to work alongside uh, Brothers Osborne. Um, I worked at Warner Chapel and, you know, uh, Christmas party, Dan and Shay was there. It just, it always, it's weird. It gets normal. And, um, so that was really fun. And I gravitated towards uh, publishing too. You know, I really like every aspect of music, um, but being, you know, in a music business setting, it was really cool to see for sure. Well, it's funny whether I, cause I tend to keep in touch with a lot of the previous guests uh, have luckily built up a good relationship with them. And it's funny when it talk when whether we're talking the independent musicians like yourself or talents such as Phil Vassar, 
that I keep in contact with and others. When we talk about Nashville, because you're what you're saying, you run into this one, that one, whether it be at Belmont or at yeah. the publishing offices or this, all of us usually joke at saying that Nash, when it comes to Nashville, it's too big to be small, but too small to be big. Yeah. It's a little small town over here for sure. I've been in the Chick-fil-A line with Tim McGraw twice already. It's yeah. just, it's so small. And then, uh, you know, the people in the industry, you know, we're out, they know that you stay here. You know, I mean, your face is constantly, you know, in front of them, you know, just out and about. So it's, it's also, it's a little community and um, yeah. it's very supportive too. It's, it's such a supportive community. It's awesome. And, you know, creative people I'm really loving it. <laughs> yeah. And it's the funny thing with that as well, too, is it's not just country, but there's all kinds of music that it's a melting pot in that area that's oh, yeah. being produced. But mm-hmm. I would, I got to ask, cause the, I do want to say thank you, Sherry, cause Sherry connected me with Jeff and here we are. Long story. I don't know if you know Sherry at all. I do. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Girl. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. I was uh, talking with her over the weekend because I went to say hello to another artist I had on recently, uh, a couple months ago, down at the Jersey Shore. They were playing at a festival. So I was talking with Sherry, and the reason I bring it up is, get ready for this. She goes, I said, hey, I was, have you talked to Jeff? That You know, the behind the scenes stuff for this. She mentioned that you were doing some shows with Mr. Chris Kegel. So... How was playing with Chris? Yes. So I, um, my Jeff has actually started going on the road with him. Um, you know, I haven't, I actually haven't gotten to interact with him yet, but um, I hope to meet him someday for sure. We just, uh, we actually, she may have been talking about Tennessee River Jam. We went out with uh, Big and Rich and Cowboy Troy and um, it was really fun. So it was a festival that could be what she was talking about. Um, we just got oh. done with a really big weekend. Okay, yeah, that's probably what it was because I was doing 20 things at once and she mentioned Jeff and Chris and I assumed you were there. And yeah, <laughs> we all know we all know what they say about assuming. Mm-hmm. So obviously, what would be some of the bigger lessons you learned during your internships with both, or I should say all three, Diamond Eye Music, Ken Penn and uh, Warner Chapel? Yeah, so I really, I got to look into the uh, songwriting catalogs at Diamond Eye and um, Kingpin. And so I, you know, would enter in the songs that the songwriters wrote and just kind of, you know, got a better understanding of songwriting and just was behind the scenes on the business side. Um, You know, uh, it was just really, it was crafting my network. It was you know, just, just watching. I just sat and absorbed everything. And uh, so I I learned a lot about songwriting for sure. Um, And yeah, with Warner Chapel, I was in copyright. So I got the law side of it. And, um, you know, it it corresponded to all my classes. So I I really did learn a lot. Well, since you know the law of copyright, I won't be selling uh, digital copies of a dear Loretta. Damn. Uh, (laughs) I'm not gonna I won't tell anybody publicly no Uh, (laughs) but 
obviously you've developed over the years. So I heard a little nugget on, because we know everything online is true, that you were involved with American Idol Hollywood. I sure was. During, during your high school days and that long, long time ago, 2014. Yeah. So how would you say you've developed, improved, whatever words you may use from that period to where we are now? Yeah, so I think it was a good, um, you know, springboard, bouncing board to coming to Nashville, um, just because it gave me so much confidence and, you know, taught me kind of what that scene was like. It just gave me, you know, a little taste of it. I walked around with the camera. We had the spotlight, you know, we got to do the interviews and stuff like that. So I came to Nashville and I kind of knew that and um, how to talk to, you know, um, famous people, you know, I mean, you grow into that and you realize, oh, okay, you know, they're, they're just people too. But, um, you know, when you're in music setting, you, you kind of learn the etiquette and you just, you know, um, are kind. And over the years going to Belmont and learning about the industry and, you know, crafting my, uh, performance, my vocals, um, I, uh, you know, I ran into Jeff after I graduated and now he's taken me on this journey and is teaching me so much um, because we're in the thick of it. And, you know, we're doing interviews like yours and uh, he's just got all these little lessons. And um, my favorite thing that he says is, you know, we just need a base hit. And so he looks at everything that we do from different angles, like, you know, how can we, what's a creative way to, you know, um, market dear Loretta, you know, what's another aspect kind of thing. And so, uh, I'm really just taking it all in again. Like I said, I'm absorbing and I'm writing down everything he teaches me. Uh, so you just, you work your way and you, um, you know, you keep your confidence and it's, yeah, I'm just absorbing it all over here. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing. So yeah, and it's funny you say we're looking for a base hit because people who've listened to us, I actually just released today of this recording an interview with Brian Ruby, who is not only a musician, but he's also a professional baseball player. So it's just ironic that I had that in my, in my head as well. So Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good analogy. So, um, And there was another artist last week or the week before he was talking about because we can't figure it out with these algorithms and everything else because the business has changed so much. But obviously you have the educational background. So my final question for you is, obviously you're not old enough to have been a part of back in the day with record labels and the touring was your main bread and butter. And, you know, just a business structure from what we knew to what it is now has changed so much. So with the background that you have on the educational sides and what guys like Jeff and everybody are telling you, what's the biggest thing that stands out, but also where are you trying to take that knowledge to try to make sure that you hit that base hit or even a home run? Yeah. So um, if I'm understanding you correctly, um, if we go, if we're going back, that was kind of the foundation. Everybody was trying to figure it out. And I think, you know, as the industry grows, 
things are changing and um, we're still all trying to figure it out. And social media is a, you know, huge part of it now. Um, so I've been learning marketing through Jeff and, you know, if I, um, if I throw, you know, a tag on somebody and then, you know, I hide the hashtags because I know hashtags push it forward. Well, then so-and-so sees it. This is just an example. Well, then, you know, they see me um, or, you know, I share a playlist that I've been put on and I tag the artists um, and make their names big too. And it's just, I'm learning more of like how it's also, you know, a team effort and it really is um, a supportive community. So, um, you know, we're just all like, we just help each other. So uh, I, I, I'd say that's where I'm at now with, um, you know, figuring out the difference in just uh, social media becoming a thing um, and, you know, in regards to how it was back then. And, you know, I'm sure it was different. I, I would have loved to be in my 20s and the 70s and around all of these artists and, you know, just jumping in and see, you know, how Loretta got in, um, you know, uh, in a time period where it was hard for women, you know, I mean, I just would love to have been a fly on the wall and see how they jumped in and figured it out and, uh, you know, got her to be, you know, the most awarded woman in country music. Obviously. Well, the new single is Dear Loretta. I'm going to have links to Miss Maddie's links, such as social media, website, youtube all that fun stuff so make sure you check her out thank you so much for the time thank you so much too jonathan this is fun i appreciate it yeah dear loretta i've been meaning to sit down and write this letter i've been staring at a blank sheet of paper for too long but your songs taught me Thinking your day is bad and really looking to make it worse? Why not try downloading this new classic set of music that will be dropping so far off the charts there's bound to be injuries. <laughs> now that's what I call depressing. It's gonna make those who are even close to having the slightest glimmer of hope wanna jump off the highest of planks. For those that are getting Now That's What I Call Depressing, you'll be getting that song that reminds you of that relationship with those cougars, Wrinkled Ladies. For those who weren't really into cougars, but those who had that special friend whilst in Sail Black 2B, we got for you this clusterfuck that will put you in therapy for years to come. With cheeks wide open. Who the fuck writes this shit? Oh hell, we're still recording this commercial. Always with you, it cannot be done. Those that rather have it out than in. This loaded hit will be dropping soon. Farthing in the USA. For those who place their order by calling or ordering online, the next hundred folks will receive their choice of either a noose of good quality that won't snap, an installation of a new outlet next to your bathtub so you can now blow dry your hair in a full tub. 
or the choice of the right gang to just beat the fuck out of you. Call us today at 1-800-FUCK-THIS. Hey guys, it's Candace Michelle, and I'm so excited to be a part of Crazy Train Radio. I hope you guys tune in to this live interview.